to the Till Death Do Us Watch podcast, where a married couple talks about TV. My name is May, and with me... I'm John. Jonna. And we just finished watching Dexter, episode 10 of season one. Seeing Red. He was seeing Red everywhere. The whole episode. The whole episode. Oh, man. It was a, it was a bloody affair. It was a good one. <laughs> it was very good. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Good. Had a nice had a nice weekend. How you doing? I'm fine. Oh, good. Yes, I am so excited to talk about this episode. Please. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We've got we've got a lot to go over. So, please, let's go over this episode. All right. So, we start off in the Rita's house in the morning after Paul's attack. And Dex and Rita are just going over everything, making sure the kids are ready for school. Uh, making sure Rita's okay for work, making sure that the police have been called on Paul. Yep, changing the locks, all of that. And Dexter is killing it. He's super boyfriend. Uh, you say he's killing it, but later <laughs> on, there's no record of Rita's complaint against Paul. Is he killing it, or is he saying he's killing it, and he's going to get to it later? Cause oh, man. <laughs> I maintain that this, all of this is Dexter's fault. Because what clearly happened was that Rita, at what, uh, midnight, let's say, 11, oh, 10, yeah, sure. whenever Paul came by, uh, she jumped in the car, went to Colleen's, because where else would you go, <laughs> and then called Dexter, and Dexter, it feels like one of those things, he's like, yeah, I'll get to it in the morning. It does, he does seem to be kind of pushing things off to the side and a lot, this, and... And now Rita's in trouble because of him. Ooh. But back at the precinct, Deb is eating old birthday cake which is delicious and stale, but great, when an intern opens a package uh, to, from, to the precinct that is, contains a jar of blood. Yeah, she was real snooty when she opened up that jar. I don't think she was snooty. Well, because Dokes was all up in her case, and she's like, well, it was addressed to homicide. Dokes is in everyone's case. That is true. He is. Yeah, I, th- I thought she was fine. She was a little entitled, but clearly just an intern, uh, because Dex messes with her later claiming that there could be an airborne toxin inside, but when in reality, there is a key to the Marina View Hotel. LaGuardia sends Deb and Dokes over to the Marina View Hotel. When they get up to the room, Dokes says that he had talked to the front desk person, and they had said kind of the thing that everyone's been saying this whole time. Right. He's white and normal. Just a normal-looking guy. Just a normal-looking Rudy. Yep. Uh, They open the door, freak out, and... Dokes just says, fuck it, just send everyone out. I loved it, and I loved the the bright red light that is all over this whole episode. But it's, yeah, that bright red light in their faces and that sickening look on their faces, it's, it's very good. Yeah. Later, they're getting the crime scene ready. Dex is getting ready. He's suiting up for the crime scene when Deb and Dokes come out, and Deb keeps trying to reassure Dexter making sure that he's okay because she's like, it's bad. And he's like, okay. She's like, seriously, it's really bad. I'm like, it's okay. okay. And then Doke says, it's like your wet dream in there. Okay. okay. <laughs> Such good delivery. But yeah, Dex goes in full gear and he gets there and he's really excited because is it a crime scene just for him? And he fucking goes down. He starts hearing like bloody boy screaming. And yes. he fucking just goes right on down. Passes out. Like, it's way too much. I don't want to touch on a sensitive subject here, but Dex, 
definitely has AIDS now, right? <laughs> oh, no! Because the five women were prostitutes. They were! There has to be one... <laughs> Why does there have to be one AIDS? Like, maybe, maybe other sexually transmitted diseases, but I don't know about in their blood. I think he has AIDS. Oh, no. AIDS watch. <laughs> yeah, so when we get back outside and... They're, everyone's going over the case, and Deb and Dokes talk about how people in adjointed rooms had heard a whirring sound, and they just assumed that... Oh, yeah, that he was making, like, margaritas or something like that. Yeah. Where, <laughs> or vacuuming. Where Dex gets outside, and he's covered in blood, and he's shaking, and he gets the fucking interrogation of his life right there with LaGuerta, Deb, and Dokes asking him question after question, and he's trying yeah. to, you know, just breathe... Just trying to figure himself out. And honestly, I'm really proud of him for having the amount of details that he did. It's yep. like at least five or six people, like all of their blood, but no bodies. And like he did such a good job. And I love Deb just totally trying to support him and just like, you don't have to go back in. It's okay. Everyone berating him. It's okay, Dexter. Breathe. Yes. Back at Rita's hotel, the police show up informing her that Paul filed a police report for assault. Well, wait! That doesn't make any sense. He attacked her! And that Rita has to go back to the station with them. Back at the Marina Hotel, Masuka is in the room going over everything as Dex is in the hallway. And Masuka mentions that the blood's not clotting. And that's crazy, because it should clot. Um, There's a lot of blood in there. And also, he's still, like, shaking in the hallway and is still hyperventilating and, like, trying to catch his breath. It's some stellar performing from Michael C. Hall. Yeah. Dex gets a phone call from Rita, who's at the sheriff's station and uh, <laughs> is being charged with a Class 2 felony, which is great. But laughable. <laughs> in, in notable news, uh, Dexter says, yeah, bye. Yes! He says goodbye again! And I am still convinced that it's because he's distraught and he's thinking of other things so he's like being a little bit too self-aware or in a way you know what i mean so <laughs> like... far that theory holds <laughs> dex asks mazuka if there's a wall socket which there was so they have a a, a a tool that was being used and dex tells vince to take lots and lots of photos lots and lots of photos but you should come see it dex mm, no no that... no no Back at the precinct evidence room, Masuka is dropping more blood off, and he invites Batista to go clubbing with him. But Batista informs Masuka that he has Neil Diamond tickets for Nina. Yeah, not only that, but they're, he mentioned backstage passes, too, to Neil Diamond? That's, that's not a cheap gift. More like, like. Nina Diamond. <laughs> that's very good. Upstairs, Deb and Dex take an elevator, and Deb... Asks if, he, she, if Dex wants to talk about it. Um, the last time that he was that much was when their dad died. Yeah. And Dex shuts her out. Just as uh, he does. As he does. He always does. And he always does it with the same kind of cadence, too. Like, mm -hmm. he's, he's really trying to be, like, kind of light-spoken and just like, well, if I hear or if I start feeling something, I'll let you know. And she's ugh, yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. Back at Rita's house, we have her lawyer, Theo, going over all of the evidence. He's a sexy lawyer. But it turns out Paul has been a model parolee. His drug tests are clean, which is weird because we never saw him do weed. No. We saw him making 
a joint. Yes. I assumed it was for him. I would assume that too. But then again, but that was when Rita came with divorce papers, so maybe he got distracted. But I would thought he had done something. I would have thought so too. But, but no, nope, he's clean, completely clean, and she Rita is warned not to give Paul any more ammunition. Yep, that's right. Let him see his kids. Oh, poor Rita. She is just not, she's not in a good spot. Yeah. Someone who else who isn't in a good spot and needs some help mm-hmm. are Rudy and Deb. Ooh, yes. Because First back, little tiff. Back at, is it Deb's apartment it's, that they're at? Yes. Okay. I, I just wanted to double check. Yeah. Uh, so back at Deb's apartment, uh, Rudy and Deb are wrapping up after the day, getting a little sexy. And I love seeing Rudy try to get all of the information out of Deb and just how he's so not interested right. in anything else. Yeah, like the note that I made was he's not playing the game anymore. No, like he's, he's too interested, yeah. Yeah, like he he got his way in into Dexter's life and that's his main priority. He does not care about having sex with Deb anymore. <laughs> but he's not good at maintaining that yeah. line. Yeah, so anyway, they fight and uh, because, well, they fight. Yeah, they fight. Yeah. Well, I also, I like that he is kind of pushing it too. Mm-hmm. Like, it was her giving up on the sex and he's like, or, and then she was saying like, okay, well, let's just go to bed. And he immediately gets up. And like he's, he goes to watch TV. Like, I love it. He's He's pushing her buttons, but he's doing it in such a, quiet way it's until a little bit which we'll get to back at the club okay (laughs) batista is drunkenly babbling about nina and musuka is really trying to coach batista into how to shut the fuck up (laughs) stop talking about your divorce man yeah no we've all been there what's what was we just looked it up we did what was kevin bacon's name in crazy stupid love it's something lindhagen ron no no david did... I think it's David Lindhagen. That sounds right. Yeah. We've always, <laughs> we've all had a David Lindhagen moment. Oh my God. At a club or a bar. Just, <laughs> David Lindhagen's a good guy. Anyway. <laughs> Very good Paul. <laughs> let's cut to the night. Let's cut to like 2 a.m. And let's Ooh, okay. go to Rita's house. Because Dex can't sleep, but he's thinking about that bloody baby boy. He sure is. And Rita can't sleep either because, well, she has her own problems. She's thinking about the little boy that she bloodied up. I don't like, I don't like calling <laughs> Paul a baby boy. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> it's not something that I, I try to do. Yeah. Back at the precinct, Dex is going over his analysis where it's all of the footprints. And then he took out all the footprints that they know. And it just leaves the footprint of the murderer. But where are all the bodies? Yeah, where are all the victims' footprints? This is the classic scene where Dex is having a private conversation with himself while they're having a conversation with him and at each other. And at a certain point, Dokes asks, why would he do this? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Why would he do this? And then Dex says to himself, to chase me down the rabbit hole. And Dokes responds, which is great. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, again, it's that tension. I yeah. love it. It was really good. But hey, listen up. We all need to listen to LaGuerta. She has great advice. She's made a, a complete turnaround from mm. the beginning of the season. She's competent. She's wonderful. Yes. I like her. So 
please listen to her and respect her when she says, keep the ice truck killer shit on the DL. That's very important. Yes, okay, don't, absolutely. Don't, don't talk about it. No talking. Instead of talking about the ice truck killer shit, let's just go over to Rita's house where Rita is scaring the kids because she's all amped up on Mountain Dew and telling them about how crazy shit is. <laughs> so, do, you have your, do you have your second cell phone and your and your, your blocks to play with in case Cody gets bored? Do you, do you, what else oh do you have? God. Do you have everything? Do you have your second knife? Like, oh my God. She's getting really into it and it's scaring the kids. But hey, guess the fuck what? What? We're dropping it. Because we have, this is this is the episode that we have been waiting for, ladies and gentlemen. Fucking A. Get that baby bloody boy out of here. <laughs> he's, he's screaming, get him out. I don't want it. I don't care about this. I don't care about the divorce. I don't care about the ice truck killer. What wow. I give a fucking shit about yeah. is that my baby boy, Paul, yes. finally got to go to the circus. He did! He keeps his promises. No. Some of them. No, he, he does. He just <laughs> promises horrible things. <laughs> like the circus. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> Back at Paul's place, Dex is breaking in where he finds drugs and guns, but he also finds that bloody screaming baby boy. Yeah. Well, it's also while he's going through shit, that red light comes back in, in the like right in his face and that's that's all dexter sees he's he's just seeing red every time they flashed the red in dexter's face i just wanted to hear the kill bill theme ah, i like that <laughs> yeah so there's this baby bloody boy that's just screaming in all of the blood and he's he's having a tantrum you remember in the season finale of what the 14 13 of it's always sunny yeah when mac does his gay dance for his dad. Yes, it's beautiful. It's wonderful, beautiful, great. Uh-huh. There's enough blood. Yeah. And I kind of want this baby <laughs> bloody boy. I wanna I wanna see what he could do. Oh my god. Just start dancing in the blood. Oh my god, that's horrific. It's art. Oh my god. Alright, well like Dexter, I need to leave this to catch my breath. <laughs> so I made a big deal about the circus thing. That was a joke. This is what I really want to talk about. Okay. Because I am having trouble remembering here. Dexter has a marina that he can use yeah. outside his apartment. What and I am 99% sure we never use it, go back there, anything ever again. I completely agree with you. I'll take, I... a, I'll take a shot ah! if I'm wrong. Yes. What was that? And then he just, it was a, just a side, it was a transition scene. It didn't even show us anything. No! There's no reason for him to go back. It was weird. It's so convenient and we never see it again. Yeah. It's well, insane. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But watch. Marina, watch. Marina, watch. Did you just say Marina? Because we're back at the Marina View Hotel and it's Dokes and Deb. And Dokes is having trouble reading the map that Dexter made. Yes. Of the foot map. Yes. So Dokes gets mad and says, maybe the map is wrong. We should call your brother. <gasps> Deb ha freaks out saying, why does everyone want to call Dexter? It brings up all the Rudy stuff. And shut up because the radio is on. It's on 103 FM. Ooh, it's it weenie is. in the butt. FM 103. I prefer 10-3. 10-3? Like the Bible. But we're also in... 
Motel Room 103. But yes, <laughs> what we're what we're focusing here is the digits. Yes. 103. Let me point out that any time there's murder in the air. Now, murder in the air. There's a lot of murder in this room. So it's 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 sufficiently creepy, but any time there's murder in the air. Murder in the air. And someone quotes the Bible. Oh my god. I don't give a fuck what you're quoting. It's fucking creepy. It always sounds creepy, too. Because it's the wrath of God, and then clearly someone has a God complex, and it's just, I will take everything from them, unto me and until they, I will come down on them with a mighty vengeance. Love your neighbor, but don't fuck me. (laughs) That was read from John chapter 10, verse 3, in the Bible of John. Oh, 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 I could could read you some scriptures, my friend. Read. Read me another one. Lo, why doth the boy cry? <laughs> For he be but a bloody baby boy. <laughs> doth, father, doth he not dance? <laughs> doth he not dance in the, I'm going, in the blood? I, oh, God. I, I, I went way too Shakespeare. <laughs> and then didn't fix it and didn't commit to either. <laughs> So I was basically giving you like a bad Thor impression. Yeah, I was thinking it sounded like uh, in Avengers. Doth the mother know you wear with her drapes? Yeah. So <laughs> Joss Whedon and I have one thing in common. No! Bad Thor writing. <clears throat> That's the only Yay! thing. That's the only thing. The only thing. Thank God. <laughs> Look, we could talk about this all day, but Rudy is in some, he's in some fucking fire he's in hot water he sure is he's in the most fiery hot water you could be it's called boiling it's he's in yes. boiling water <laughs> he comes up to dexter's apartment under the guise of needing help with deb right and they talk about being guys and, and love and yeah deb and all this other bullshit but what we need to talk about is dexter's bizarre knife drawer yeah that has one lone knife the biggest knife he has. Just in a drawer on its own. No, there's no knife block. There's no other knives. Right. It's just one knife. Just and I don't, knife. I don't, I don't blame him because Dexter is, he, he's not the type to buy a lot of comfort stuff. He, I, I doubt sure. he has a food processor or a ninja. Or, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but one knife, and I get being single in an apartment and you're a man and you don't really give a flying fuck about anything and you don't have social norms so i could get you just have one knife but my thinking is if you're trying to fit in yeah you buy a knife block yeah and you put some cheese knives just you put some serrated knives yeah well there are knife blocks that come with all of those knives yeah just buy one of those don't put it in a drawer like a caveman (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) well i also i thought i did see a knife block on the other side of the sink i was looking i didn't pause yeah we're probably all correct probably dex tells rudy to tell deb it's all his fault but ring a ring ring ding ring a ding Oh, yes. Hello. Hi, my name's Deb and I care a lot about this relationship. So I'm going to I'm going to do something completely out of character and I'm going to apologize and be the bigger man. Woo! My name is Rudy and uh I'd love to, but I'm about to eat dinner with Dexter. Oh. Well, after. Yeah, but here's the thing. 
I just have clearly lost interest in this part of my life, and I'm kind <laughs> of really into this guy for some reason, and <laughs> uh, I'm just so tired. Also, I've had a few uh, few drinks, so I probably shouldn't drive. <laughs> Sorry, give me a second. I have to go forget my cell phone. <laughs> Back at the club. This is it. This is it. Here we go. He's he's trying. Batista is in the club. The ring is off. The yes. sexy guitar is telling me he's ready. Mm-hmm. He finds a lovely divorcee. They yes. go dance. They're very good dancers, too. They're bonding like hell. Oh, yeah. It's sexy. It's getting hot. Earlier, when Batista was ranting about Nina at the club, yeah. Mizuka says, that's the fourth girl you've driven off. Good for him. They're having fun. I wasn't going to say anything because, you know, whatever. But clearly, he has la passion. Yes! Listen up. It's kind of slow, the dancing, whatever. But what if we pump up that tempo? Mm. You see what I'm saying? What if, we have salsa a, what if we have a fun, sexy dance? May, this dance has everything. Mm-hmm. It's la passion. La passion. It's got twirls and trumpets. Ooh! You know I love a good trumpet. I don't like a trumpet without a twirl and vice versa. That's My right. My point is, they have a fun fucking night until uh, Batista sees a prosthetic hand on a lady. And she, it's it's painted in the same way as the ice fingers. The ice fingers. Yeah. The ice finger nails. But why? Well, I have a problem with this. Just before oh. we get into anything oh, that's actually re- relevant. Okay. She's going over her, her story. And Batista clarifies, was it a guy or was it a client? And she's like, it was a John, all right? It was a John. And here's my thing. There are a lot of Johns. Yeah. And that is rough being a John. Yeah. There are a lot of toilets. Oh, hopefully at least one in every home. Referred to as the same thing. But now we got (laughs) this thing where, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Poor Johns of the world that are not... It could be a Chris or a Steve or. <laughs> right. I would just love to see a, a hooker like, okay, it was a Steve, all right. It was a Steve. I like it more. <laughs> I actually understood it in context that time. <laughs> but no, it turns out that this this guy was um, worshiping her hand and uh, getting really kinky with it, but very handsome and definitely not Neil Perry. At this point, Batista glances, the divorcee is gone, so he gets her full uh, statement. Yes. So let's get over to, let's get back to Dexter's apartment. Oh, yeah, what's going on over there? Well, it's time for Rudy to go. But before he leaves, let's have a short TED Talk about repressed memories. Ooh, yes. And and Rudy's the speaker, yes? Ooh, I'm excited. uh, There was a woman he, he saw getting hit by a truck. And he didn't know what it meant until he stopped by a mailbox and it was his mom and the whole thing came back. I loved, though, the line, I didn't remember anything until I went and mailed a letter. Like, it's a, it's, a, it's supposed to be this, this simple act. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't even know what I was walking into. But Dexter's was walking into a room covered in blood. Completely covered in blood. And stepping in like at least an inch of blood. It looked like ground. it looked like a water park <laughs> used blood instead and yeah. tried to condense the park into room one oh three. Yeah. <laughs> it's just chaos. That's exactly it. Okay. So it's very different. But 
uh, through this, Dex tells Rudy to get Deb white roses because they're her favorite. Yes. When you apologize, Rudy, give and her white roses. Rudy leaves, but don't don't worry. He remembered to leave his cell phone. <laughs> uh, back at LaGuardia's office, uh, Maria's stalling with the kind of the with the investigation. Um, Matthews is getting annoyed, but she tries one last time for Matthews to let Neil Perry go, and he doesn't Come on, do it. Man. So back at the precincts at Masuka's lab, Batista comes in to Masuka and asks him about uh, amputee devotees. Yes, those fetishes. Acrotomophilia. But, but don't, don't, let, don't let them hear you because Ouch. they'll just chop your hand off and worship it. <laughs> That's what they'll do. Masuka... Knows a little bit, but he refers Batista to Rudy because prosthetics guys deal with the devotees all the time. Makes sense. Cut to Dexter's blood spatter studio where Rudy comes in for his cell phone and Dexter yeah. is spattering it up. Yes. He wants to see which way does it go? Is it this way? Is, is it, it this way? way? This is way? it this way? I don't know. Is it with this this little handsaw or is it with a, a chainsaw? Is well, it? no, it had to have been plugged in. I guess you haven't heard of a, an electric chainsaw, huh? Oh. 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 Yeah, no, good, good. Electric chainsaw. It's very good. I love seeing Rudy kind of helping Dexter out with his own crime scene. It's in, a, in a way that there were earlier episodes, whether it was Valerie Castillo or yeah. whether it was the photos where... You could almost see Rudy in the background wanting to come in and just say one, just, just, just nudge the boat in the right direction. Yes. And it's, it's fun that he can do that now. Yes. Like this is the stuff I've been wanting the whole season. So just, ah, oh, I love it. Num, 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 num. I agree. At the precinct, there's a briefing time. God, briefing I'm excited time. to get back into the briefing room. But if we ever get there, it's a briefing time. And uh oh, because Deb sees Dex and Rudy bonding by the elevator and much to her chagrin, Dex is laughing and they're having a good time. Yeah, like he's letting loose a little bit. A little bit. Uh, so Deb is uh, goes to Dexter's blood spatter studio and kind of chews him out because Dex talked to Rudy instead of Deb. She says the line, you're all the family I have and I barely know you. Oh, uh, it hurts. It's not good. But she is kind of, she's right. Like, oh, she shit. she earned it. Sorry, what? I'm so sorry. I'm late for Rita's deposition. Oh, fucking hell. You never talk to me, Dex. Well, before we do that, although that is true, we're going to stop by Rudy's prosthetic office, where Batista comes in, Rudy immediately grabs a weapon, thinking that he's under, you know, investigation. Batista's his normal sexy chill batista self just, yeah no it's all good i'm just looking for a thing we'll see and in no rush yep. too like he's just oh it's just a it's a far off you know theory we'll see yeah but shut up because it's rita's deposition uh-oh and theo is mad because he didn't know about the visitation agreement why did you break the visitation agreement also, there's going to be a psychiatric evaluation. What? For me? But what about the ex-con? It, this whole thing feels sus. <laughs> it, it, 
of does. Yeah, like it, I get it, but oh, I get all of it, and and it, and it is kind of it's so scary to see like how quickly. Yeah, just things can be stacked up against you if you just do one thing wrong, and it ah scary. Paul has a case. Shit. So we get over to Rita's house where Paul is bringing the kids back. Let me ask you a question. <sighs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Can my daddy read me a bedtime story? Rita says, no. And he does the please. As, and everyone pretends that's convincing. Right. That's the second or third time that's happened in the show where, no. And he, please. And Rita's like, fine. And I'm like, that wouldn't work. It Ugh. would not work. He's not annoying in this episode. He's a good kid. I just, he's, he's- not persuasive. No. <laughs> Take that, you six-year-old. Uh, good. Paul threatens Rita to... He's like, I'll drop the case if you drop unsupervised visits. To which she says... Fuck you. Okay. Well, I was hoping you'd clean it up a bit. This is a family show. Oh, is it? Shit. Uh, you're not <laughs> learning or adapting. <laughs> so Paul heads to the kitchen where Dex is doing dishes and starts convincing Dexter how clean he's been and how ready he is in this. When Dexter sees red uh, both, he sure on does. His, both on his face and from his eyes Oh yeah! as he hits Paul in the face with a frying pan, which is one of the most satisfying moments of the show. Yes! We fucking cheered! And I love Dexter's face after he hits him! It's We've all been there. <laughs> it's, it's so satisfying oh my have you god ever, have you ever been kind of obsessed with a bloody baby boy that just screaming in blood just, and you're you just yeah you're having yeah. a big day so then your girlfriend's ex-husband ex-con ex-drug addict dickhead yeah starts just mouthing off right and calling your girlfriend a skinny bitch and everything well, like hold on hold on Hold on. There's a compliment buried in there. Oh, is there? Skinny. He he wasn't. <laughs> that's. I'm just saying. It's like one of those compliment sandwiches, but it's oh, no. mostly jelly or whatever the <laughs> insult is. Anyway. Oh, it, it, oh, it felt so good. So Dex carries Paul to his car, puts him in the trunk, and pushes it away, uh, which is really smart instead of turning the engine on and all that stuff. Yeah. When asked, when asked where he was, he says, taking out the trash. Yeah, he was. And then he takes Paul to Paul's place. But before we get to that, I have a press conference to tell you. Ooh, yes. Hi. Because it's Maria's favorite thing. Hello. My name is Maria LaGuerta. Mm-hmm. I am lieutenant of this Miami-Dade County police station. Yes. And if you look to my right, we have a bus coming down the street. Uh-huh. To, and to my left... Yes. This is my boss. Oh! Cap- Captain Matthews. What up, Cap? I am about to throw him into the... Oh! Oh, shit! I, well, there it is. Right under the bus. Oh, the bus is backing up! Oh, shit! Oh, and there it, there it goes. My God, this is a truly horrific day for anyone that... Is Captain Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she, she she throws him under the bus, saying that Neil Perry's, uh, the investigation's still open, and Neil Perry's a bitch, and yeah. all, all these things, to which you get the cool, who knew? Yeah! 
He's in the back and uh, back of the precinct. From the back of the briefing time area. <laughs> Tell me. So we get into LaGuardia's <laughs> office where it's confirmed that Matthews is a teensy bit racist. Uh, that, yeah, that was... Wasn't good. No. But all I, did I like that. All I have written in this scene is just hair for men. Which <laughs> I'm now realizing it's not called just hair for men. Right? It's Isn't it called just for men? Oh, that makes more sense. Because just hair for men feels like a million dollar idea, but they clearly <laughs> named it better than that. Anyway, and it's fine. You can dye your hair. It's fine. It just shows that if you're a captain and you're as, as, as prickly as Matthews and you're dyeing your hair, that is, I see that as your insecurity, sir. I agree use it with to that. take it down. There it is. Also, it's, it's a little bit later when Matthews is like, enjoy this office while you've got it. And it's just look where to, in her office, just kind of, oh, <laughs> Well, shit. She's got, <laughs> like, she's got it. She knows what she's doing. But but I had the line in my head. If you remember, like at the beginning of the season, we were talking about Deb not messing with her pimp, LaGuardia. Sure. And LaGuardia's kind of messing with her pimp a little bit. A little bit. She threw her pimp under a bus. Did you and miss our whole up. bus routine? Oh, God. <laughs> so let's just pull this bus up <laughs> to read it because we know there's a bus stop right outside our house. <laughs> I, I, I know that's not real, but when I remember it, I think it, there's a bus stop right outside her house. I get it. I get it. I think I associate Rita only with that house. Anyway, <laughs> so Theo's at the house, and he's as happy as Fat Albert. Because, <laughs> and also Rita's happy, too. Oh, she's laughing. She's so happy. Turns out Paul was totally strung out on heroin and is back in jail. Uh, oh. Turns out Dex stole heroin from the police to give it to Paul. So nice of we him. We cut to Paul's place and Paul's getting arrested. And also he didn't break Harry's code. And I think that deserves a family hug. <gasps> which she gets. Yes, he happy. does. Big happy family. You know what's even funnier about that family hug? <laughs> what? Cody's a fucking idiot. He doesn't even know what he's hugging about. <laughs> he's just hugging him like, yay. No one's going to tell Cody immediately because they don't want to deal not. with his. No, it's going to be like maybe a day or two later. He's going to be like, where's my dad? Yeah. Where's my dad? Where's my Batista? Oh, there he is. He's coming home. And with groceries. With groceries. He seems to be in his parking garage. But stab, 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 headbutt. Headbutt. Headbutt stab. Uh, good Samaritans came by and saved Batista, spooked the bad guy away. But my Batista has been stabbed. Oh, and no. there is no force on a heaven or earth yeah. that will stop until I avenge his stabbing. Because you don't touch my Batista. You don't touch my angel. You know what the ironic thing is? He can't afford his hospital bills later because he spent all his money on Neil Diamond tickets. Oh! <laughs> no! No, no, this is all bullshit. Let, let's, let's stick to what matters. Let's get back to the precinct. Yes. Let's get back to our Deb and Dokes love story that will never be. Because he loves her. And as he is inviting her to go to Masuka's thing, which you know... 
Dokes was not going to Masuka's thing. Hell no. Alone. He was just going to ask her out. And, oh. and then it's Rudy code block. Well, it's not. Well, it's his. It's 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 his right to block that cock. So it's another situation where Dokes is seconds off. If he had just like started talking ten seconds earlier, it would have worked. But Seriously? Rudy shows up with white roses, and Rudy was confused because he loves her, and she loves him, and they make out. But oh, ow, whoa, whoa, ow, ow, whoa, ouch, whoa, whoa, ouch, my lip. Oh no, what happened? I was attacking people. Um. I was a lab, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something where, uh, I don't know, a screwdriver hit me right from afar and as I was amputees. Yes. Yeah. The amputee headbutted me <laughs> in the face. Yep. So then we're at the Marina View Hotel where Dexter goes to fight the final boss of the episode, the, the baby bloody boy. And we find out that it was Dexter's mom, and there were chainsaws, and there were people, and she's like, don't do it in front of my son! In front of my baby! It ends on both Dexter and young Dexter, as we know him now. Yes! They're two sad, bloody baby boys who are sitting in pools of blood, contemplating the death of their mom. Ugh, heavy! Such heavy shit. Mm, well, it's about time. This show's been pretty fluffy so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time we actually understood this this character that yeah. we've been following this last ten episodes. Yeah, so I think we mostly talk about this in the spoiler section, but we're waiting to talk about kind of this whole arc and everything until the finale. Yeah. Uh, so I don't really have much more to say about the episode other than that it's great. Um, we're in it. It's wonderful. We're, we got Very good. Pa- good. Everybody has a good arc here. Not that we didn't before, but like Dokes with um, Guerrero. It's, oh, yeah. It's fine. It's good. I, I like it. But it's it's not as tied in as, as these plot lines are. And yeah. We got some good shit. Oh, we got some good shit. And we're, yeah, we've got two episodes left. Mm-hmm. Whew, yeah, so you, I, I think that alone you can definitely tell with just the structure of this episode that they're they're answering some of those, you know, big questions of like, you know, what happened to Dex's mom and all of that stuff. But now we're actually, you know, we're, we're, we're in the meat of the story now. We're For in sure. the climax now. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to like. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about it at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll wrap us up for the non-spoiler section. Oh, good stuff. Um, Yes, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, If you would like to reach out to us, please do. Our email address is tilldeathdoeuswatch at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and chat with you. But for now, shh, 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 shh. It's Dexter time. Shh. Dexter spoiler time. Secret. So... Yeah, I have a few things where when Dex is in the hallway at the Marina View Hotel and they're looking and Masuka's like, I've never seen anything like this. This is crazy. Um, Dex says something along the lines of, well, you haven't seen a lot of Colombian drug deals go bad or something yeah. like that, which is pretty much exactly what fucking happened. Yeah, that is! With, the, with his mom. So, right, right, right. Like, so, oh my God. Yeah. Lovely. Well, and then also uh, there was... 
there was a point. Oh, it was when Dexter was going through Paul's things in his apartment and he pulled out the gun and he Dexter had, you know, some inner monologue that was saying like, oh, and a gun and, uh, you know, a temper and bad judgment. And that could easily lead to a family slaughter. And it was right then he did his his flashback. And that's exactly what happened because it was so Jimenez. Good. It was Jimenez, and there was I forgot who the guy is. He comes in later in season seven. Yeah, but uh, or eight, no seven. Where uh, yeah, it was basically Jimenez at this point. Um, who yeah freaked out because Laura Moser, Dexter's mom, was dating Harry. Yeah, and they kind of just freak out and do that. Which uh, yeah, so if you're listening to this, you 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 will hopefully have watched through and you know all the spoilers one of my favorite moments is seeing uh dexter little dexter as a little baby bloody boy (laughs) and there's the reveal with brian later and then they literally just zoom back and there's just another kid there yeah it's i i get it it's funny every time I get it. And, like, and I was there too. I was but, there the whole time. Yeah. I uh, no, and all, throughout this whole thing, you can really you you, you at the closer that Rudy's getting, the more he's becoming Brian. And yeah. That's a lot of fun. It's really good. Yeah, and I I also I am curious on like what Brian's room of blood was like because we all obviously with the no he he never forgot. Oh, he never forgot. No, they they talk about it later where the reason Harry didn't adopt him, he was too <gasps> old. And he remembered and he was fucked up. Oh, shit. Wow, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And that's another reason that he resent not resents Dex, but resents everything around Dex, like the Morgans. Because right. he was too fu- He literally says something like that in the finale. Of like, oh, I was too fucked up. He didn't like me. You know. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Poor Brian. <laughs> yeah, when well, I also like that it wasn't like they both had repressed memories and Brian's like got his first. I like that he never forgot. Yeah. And his whole life has been leading to Dex to get that family that he lost. It's really good. Oh. But I think that's the majority of what I have for the spoilers section. Spoilers. Um yeah, that we we already went through my stuff too. I guess one thing that we can say that I am looking a little not forward to. It'll be fun to get to. It was a drag the first time I watched it, but tonight's episode with Paul, yeah, gets us to a lot of issues later when Dex comes clean a bit about it and says that he's the one that hooked Paul up to the drugs, and it starts a lot of issues. Yeah, for next season. But I I love the seeds. Oh, absolutely. Well, and it's also. You, we are starting to see Rita's kind of fall and Rita's struggle with with Dexter too. Like, yeah. we, we yeah. Oh, I'm excited to really get into it. All right, awesome. What a good episode, guys! Thank you so much for joining us. Um, please join us next time uh, with our penultimate of season one. <gasps> That's insane. Okay, yes. So please. Keep listening, keep watching, and uh, please reach out to us at tilldeathdoeswatch at gmail.com and all the socials. And thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.